It is Monday, January 20th, 2020. This is episode number six of the No BS Winners podcast. I'm Brian Benito with my partner, Scott Johnson. Scott, how are you this morning? Brian, I'm doing good. How are you doing, doing this Monday great, morning? I'm doing great, man. Tell them how they can find you on social media. Uh, they can go to my Twitter page, at Skojo, AZ Sports. Uh, they can also go to my Instagram. They can find me there, Skojo Picks. If they want to go to our podcast Twitter page, that is at No BS Winners. And if you don't have social media and you're just listening to the podcast, you want to send us a question, go ahead and go uh, send that to No BS Winner Winners at Gmail. Right. They can find me at my underscore bankroll uh, on Twitter, and they can also go to the No BS Winners. Uh, YouTube channel. We just put that up. We don't have any videos on there, but go subscribe because we are going to need a thousand subscribers in order to go live. We want to take this podcast live. We'll talk more about that as we go. But if you, if you get a chance uh, and you think about it, subscribe to the no BS winners, YouTube channel. Okay. So uh, let's get started. Uh, How look two two big playoff games yesterday, a ton of basketball. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was actually really good. Um, last Friday, I know we didn't recap last Friday, but uh, as a podcast team, we went 7-0 and last week. I was 4-0 and in college. You were 3-0 and in NBA, yeah. so that was awesome. Uh, Saturday, you know, there was a huge slate of college basketball games. Um, I, I did pretty well. Uh, tw- I went like 20-18-2. And, uh, and then yesterday, you know, with the with the football, betting live in the football games and college basketball, there was a few games here and there uh did really well so it was a really good weekend a profitable weekend and i'm looking forward to another really profitable Fantastic. week yeah i had a huge week last week i was par for the weekend broke even lost a little bit of juice had a small play on the tennessee titans yesterday and you know the chiefs did it again but uh, i felt great about that bet early i felt that, that the titans were stout but when Mahomes gets loose, man, you just uh, – I mean, anything can happen. That touchdown run, I think, uh, changed the momentum of the game. His crazy touchdown run where he stayed inbounds, and Titans just weren't ready for him. Yeah, you know, he's – you add him running into all yeah. the weapons he has. I mean, I don't know how you stop him, but, you know, you watch that later game and you watch San Francisco dominate Green Bay on both sides of the ball up front. And I think we've got I think we got the matchup that we wanted. You know, San Francisco and Kansas City is going to be a really good Super Bowl. And I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I agree with you on that, because that front four can get after the quarterback where the Titans just couldn't get up there. And so it is the ideal matchup for the Super Bowl. uh, The best defense in the league against the best offense. I think I don't know stat wise, but it sure did look does the eye test. You pass the eye test with that. And uh, I'm excited for this one, man. I, I really – last year with the Rams and, and, and the Patriots, not, not super excited, but you got new blood in the Super Bowl this year. It opened now. I, I saw a crack. Uh, he had uh, – he showed the opening line. I think it was a, a pick em and uh, over under 51. And he leans just out of the gate. Wow. <laughs> a pick em over under 51. Yeah, I hadn't looked yet. So that actually sounds spot on, a pick em. I think this is, yeah, I don't have a lean. Huh. Um, I would actually, I mean, if you're asking me, I'd like to see Kansas City win it. 
um, just because I like Patrick Mahomes and I'd like to see Andy Reid get one. Uh, but man, I mean that that San Francisco team, like I said, up front, they're just beasts on both sides of the ball. So it, I think it's going to be a fun game. Fifty-one. That's an interesting number. Uh, I think both of these teams can score. Uh, so man, I, I don't ha- I don't have a lean yet. Hopefully, uh, in two weeks, I'll figure something out or maybe I'll just flip a coin. Right, I don't right. Know. I, you know, and I might just sit, sit on the sideline and just enjoy it. So I don't have to root because I do want to see the 49ers rush that quarterback. I'll tell you this though. Uh, Shanahan now he's in the Super Bowl a few years back with Atlanta. So he's got Super Bowl experience. He knows what's up. Reed, he was in the Super Bowl 15 years ago with the Eagles. Right. And they lost to the Patriots. He was in several uh, championship games way back in the day. And Kurt Warner got the best of them with the Rams. But um, yeah, I mean, great matchup. You kind of root for Andy Reid, but then, man, I'm a 49er fan from way back. Steve Young, Joe Montana, the Niners are back. They're in the Super Bowl. This this is great for football right here. It is, you know, and I saw your video that you released on Twitter yesterday where you were talking about, you know, paying attention to the games, you know, maybe having an edge. Uh, And that's what I did yesterday. You know, I I had the under. That was my play in the Kansas City-Tennessee game. And I struggled with, the, the San Francisco game, I, mean, I felt that San Francisco was just going to dominate that game. Everything I looked at, I didn't, I thought Green Bay was, you know, just shouldn't have been there. I, I, I just felt like they weren't that good. And I, I kept saying Green Bay's not that good. They shouldn't be in this game. They shouldn't be here, but yet here they are in a NFC championship game. So how do you discount them? You know, so I, and they have Aaron Rodgers. but everything I looked at, I'm just like, they aren't going to be able to, to block this front four. They're not going to be able to stop the run. I don't. I don't know how they stay with San Francisco in this game. So eventually, I just, I, I didn't let that seven bother me. That seven and a half bother me. So I did put a play on San Francisco. So I won that. But in that Kansas City game, man, they did it again. They get behind by ten, and then you start watching the live lines, and <laughs> you know you're getting you're getting positive money, and you're getting them plus one, and you're getting them minus one. You're just seeing these, you know, and and they did it again. So you know if you've if you've got the I, you know, the, the brain for it, betting live, man, is, is, can make you money. If you, if you've got an eye for it and you're sharp. It, yeah. If, if you got an eye for it and you're sharp and you have an expectation for the outcome of the game. So if it goes against you early and you feel like it's about to swing in your favor based on your numbers and what you looked at, man, you can make a killing. If you don't know where you're going though. Yeah. You're bound to get lost. But these two, these last two weekends of football have certainly what you just said, uh, allowed a better who's on the live line who had uh, an assessment of the game uh, just make a killing. And so, you know, but these are rare circumstances. Um, you know, how often does a good team get that far behind and actually come back? Probably rare. I mean, listen, the Patriots, yeah, the Patriots came back 20, 25 points, right? 28 to three or whatever it was. Yeah, they did that in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, against Atlanta. Yeah, they did. They did. That, so, yeah. I mean, it does happen, but again, it, it's rare. It still is rare. Uh, but I, I totally get what you're seeing. Okay, um, let's move on to, to betting 101. Do you have a um, couple of questions that came in? Yeah, well, I had a question from – it actually came okay. through Gmail, and his name is Mark. He didn't give me a Twitter handle or anything to give him a shout-out. His name is Mark. And he was he asked me – he said that, you know, he's been betting for a while, and he's just been a casual better, but he's thinking about, you know, becoming a little more serious about it. And he was wondering – he. The question said betting variance, and I, I didn't really know what that meant. So I, I sent him an email back. I'm like, what are you talking about betting variance? You know, I, I, can you explain that to me? So he shot back a few questions. And one, it said, 
should I vary my bets? And I asked him, you mean on like, if you're making two or three bets, should you change the amount? And he said, yes. Um, so for me, I, I do change my bets every once in a while, depending on how I feel on a game. But for the most part, I, I stick to my unit, whatever my, you know, whatever my unit is, I pretty much stick to that every once in a while. If I get a good feeling about a game or I, you know, I, I don't see the game going any other way. I might bump up my bet a little bit, but for the most part, I think this business making money, you, you should keep your uh, units the same, especially if you're starting off with a smaller bankroll. Right, right. And I agree with you on that. Uh, it, it, look, if you're not good at picking games, if you doubt yourself, then you got to leave your unit size the same size at all times. If you know what you're doing and you're experienced and you realize you have an advantage and you just see it. Yeah. I mean, you're just seeing it like super clear. You have experience. You've seen this before. The numbers are right. Everything's good. Then absolutely. I would raise my bet, but if you're beginning and you just look, if you have trouble hitting two in a row, three in a row, then yeah, you can't be doing that. You just can't. I don't suggest it because the bottom line is experience matters. Experience matters. So um, whether you're tracking numbers, whether you're betting real money, whether you're using spreadsheets like you used at the beginning uh, of your betting, uh, just to see if you can you, if you can make a profit on, on with imaginary number, you know you just got to know what you're doing before you decide to do anything with your bet size. There, there are no 360 unit plays. There, there just aren't. I don't care. Yeah, I'm no. not, I mean, there just aren't. <laughs> I mean, you know, there and there isn't. You know, there's no 180 unit plays. I remember seeing a Twitter uh, tweet on on a Sunday. We're up 90 units already in the morning. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, that's just, um, you know, it's just, that's make-believe. That's fairy tale. That's Wizard of Oz stuff. So you got you to gotta stay in reality when you're betting. You got to maintain discipline. And, and the best way you can do that, whether you're making a good play or a bad play, is to just make sure your units are steady and you don't move them up or down. Now, um, the unit size itself uh, and it's what everybody says, right? Three to 5%. I think that's fair. You got a thousand dollar bankroll. You're playing $30 a bet. I know it doesn't seem sexy. It's not, uh, it's not something you can brag about, but listen, it's a learning process. You build the bankroll and then later on you're playing bigger plays. You agree, Scott? I do agree. And yeah, and that was, you know, that was another one of his questions is what percent of my bankroll, uh, should be a unit. And I totally agree. You know, if you're started with a thousand, 2000, 5,000, you know, whatever the amount is, you probably three to 5% to start. And then the last part of his question about betting variance is if I use a handicapper, how does that determine my bet? Meaning if I'm paying for a play or if I'm paying for a package, you know, if you're paying someone monthly or for the season or for just one play, how do I, how do I figure out what to bet? What I would say is if you're just starting uh, with a thousand dollar payroll you probably don't want to go to the most expensive handicapper out there and pay for some, you know, high end package. You're probably going to want to look for, you know, Twitter's a good place to start. There are some good cappers on there that are, that are affordable that you might be able to find and, and start off smaller, you know, maybe paying five to $10 for a player for a card and then work your way up. But if you're, if you're starting small with like a 500,000, $2,000 bankroll, I wouldn't suggest going out there and spending a ton of money on, you know, a package right away. I would look to, you know, piece it together. I don't know how you feel about well, that, Brian. Here's what I say about that. Yeah, you definitely you don't want to you want to you don't want to blow your bankroll on a package. You want to be 
you want to be judicious on what you do, but I will say this and no, I'm not putting down any handicapper that, that, that any, anybody that sells their place. Cause if you can win, you deserve to make money from, from what you're good at. But if someone's selling a play for five or $10, how much confidence do they have in that play? That is, that would be my first question. So, you know, am I going to the dollar tree to get something or am I trying to get something that I know is going to be guaranteed? You know, it's, it's, it's like, where are you shopping? What's the record? Is this record verifiable? Do these people seem knowledgeable? Um, or is it just, you know, it's a cheap pack because you usually get what you pay for Scott. That's true. No, I, I totally agree. I was just trying to help him understand, you know, if he's listening to the podcast, you know, what, you know, if a thousand dollars is all you have, then, you know, I, you obviously you can't afford to go out there and, you know, spend a ton of money on a package. So maybe you search for someone that's selling daily that you can verify that they're right. good, that you can see a record that you can, you know, that, like you said, verifiable is I think very important, you know, make sure they've got a track record and they're yeah. not, you know, obviously stay away from the people that are saying, like you just said, I'm up 90 units, a hundred units, 200 units today or tomorrow or the weekend or whatever, because that's just, I call it unit manipulation, unit manipulation. I mean, your record's your record. You know, anybody can say, yeah, I went three and, you know, four today, but I hit my hundred unit play. So, you know, it's just, you know, you can either pick games or you can't. That's just my opinion on it. I'm not knocking anybody that does anything out there. I, I, I really am not just for me. Um, your pick a play is either good enough to play or it's not good enough mm -hmm. to play. And your record is your record. Right. And that's how I feel about that. Right. So. And, and you look, a record can be on a spreadsheet, but still, if you don't have a place where there's a time date stamp on it, where it, where it was played off, if you can't show validation of that, I think that's a red flag also, because anybody can make something up after the fact you've seen it. I've seen it. It happens. And so you just across the board, you probably want to create a checklist for yourself based on some of the things we're saying, some of the things you might think, in addition to, to the ideas that we're talking about right now. And then you go out and when someone uh, crosses uh, off all those things that are on your list, then maybe you, you, you make a purchase because you can trust what's, what's going on there. Uh, in the end though, it's just a judgment call. And um, you know, I, I, myself, Scott, look, I know we do good business. I can't vouch for anybody else. Uh, there are some good handicappers on Twitter, um, but I don't follow them because I'm paying too much attention to what I'm doing, trying to get better, trying to win. And, and so I really that that I can't help you with, but I do think if you're going to do it, make a list, check it twice, run it down and don't rush into paying somebody if you're just not sure. So, well, and the other thing I would say is if you're going to, if you're going to go with somebody, then you need to stick probably with that person because the last thing you want to do is be jumping around and looking for, okay, this guy didn't win today because this business is a tough business and you are grinding to get to that 60, 62, 63, 65%. I mean, you are grinding. It is a grind to try to get there. So if you're going to pick somebody, you want to, you want to hang with them. If they, you know, they're going to have a losing streak. They're going to have a winning streak. They're going to have more winning streaks than they have losing streaks. That's where the bankroll management yes. comes in and you pick that person and you stick with them and you ride it out with them. Because if you just keep jumping from place to place, to place, to place, you're never, you're, you're never going to be profitable. You're never going to be successful. Yeah. And that, that goes to something I said um, before, uh, you know, listen, players make their own luck. Okay. 
they make their own luck with their discipline, with their consistency, with their money management. So it, it's if you are jumping around, you're 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 going to be in a situation where you'll either be behind the curve, you might be ahead of the curve. But if you're hanging with somebody, let's say you're paying for place, still talking about that here. If you're if you're paying for place from somebody and they have a losing day or a losing couple of days, look, see that investment through and just be disciplined with your bets. Don't don't raise your bet. Don't chase. You know, if you're at a blackjack table, I used to use this analogy. Uh, here's what players do if they're at a blackjack table. When they're winning, they don't raise their bet for some reason. Okay, now this is blackjack. But when they're losing, they'll stack it to try to get it back real quick. And that's the that's the most foolish thing you can do. So you want to maintain, even though you're getting impatient, you got to tell yourself this is the long game. And you got to just kind of back up, become a little more self-aware, and just be patient with it. Be patient with it. Seasons are long. There's a ton of games every day. Uh, there's a ton of games a week. There's always a game tomorrow. If there's not a great game today, there's another game tomorrow. There's another 10 games, 20 games, whatever, you know, whatever there is. There's always a, a, a place to go with your money the next day, um, which leads me. We have a, a question here. How many how many bets is too many on a day, Scott? What are your thoughts on that? Well, again, I would say what's your bankroll, you know, because if there's if there's value, my answer is there's never too many bets in a day. If, if I'm if I'm handicapping a Saturday in college basketball and I see 40 plays that I think have value and I think I could win and I've got an edge in that game, I'm going to bet it. Now, I've got the bankroll to do that. Um, so, I mean, I think it really depends on your bankroll. I mean, uh, if you start with a thousand dollar bankroll and you're betting $50 a, u- a play and, you know, all of a sudden you've got t- 20, 25 games out there and you're, you know, putting more than half your bankroll at risk, that may not be, you know, the most positive thing. And again, like you were saying, you know, are you new at this? Are you, you know, middle of the road? Are you high end? Obviously if you're high end, you're probably not asking these questions. Um, but if, if you're just starting out, I would say, you know, don't put too much of your bankroll at risk in one day because you can have a bad day and it could wipe you out. Right. So if, if, yeah, if you're starting with like a thousand dollars, I probably wouldn't put, I probably wouldn't put more than 20% of my bankroll at risk. That's just me. I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I probably wouldn't go more than 20. I say this, look, um, I'll tell you what I do in a minute, but I, it, look, it all comes down to risk tolerance, risk tolerance. Okay. If you have a high risk tolerance and you like a lot of games and you have the bankroll, play them. It's all about your own comfort zone. It's a personal, personal preference for, for everyone. Risk tolerance is, is a big thing because uh, you know, if you're betting seven, eight, nine, 10, 15 games a day, and, and now your head's on a swivel, you're checking scores. And what that does, if I do that, I'm just being honest. If I do that, you know, I get a little off balance. I get a little out of whack. And so I don't like to spread my, 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 my attention out too far because I myself, am, I'm working on a matrix. I'm working on a model right here that, that I, I work on every day. In addition to find, I find the plays, I work on the model, I work the model, work the model, and I find the plays that I think are the best. Now I don't always win, but a lot of my time is spent on doing other things. So I don't have time. If I see a couple of good plays that I like, uh, I'm not going to go through the rest of the slate. I'll, I'll glance through it, and if something grabs me, I'll play it. But if I find two plays early, hey, I'm thankful. I'm grateful, and I'm rolling on those two plays, and that's just the way it is. I'm not going to – I'm not a high-volume guy. I, I, I do tend to stay between two and four plays a day. Sometimes I'll go to five. Sometimes I'll stay at one. If I, And especially, here's another thing. If your luck is bad 
and you just haven't been winning lately, you got to you got to reduce your plays. You got to reduce your plays in my to my liking. I'll, I'll pull back, and and I'll keep playing, but I'll pull back my bet. I'll pull back the number of bets just so I can get myself back on track while I'm still behind the scenes working my model, working the numbers, trying to figure things out, trying to trying to straighten things out and smooth out. Uh, you know, my process so that I can get back on the winning track. So there's a lot of moving parts going on in there, a lot of gears to make the machine go. And you got to kind of find a comfort zone for yourself. And when you find that comfort zone, you'll know what it is. And then you just kind of play off that. And of course, you're going to adapt and, and refine it as you go. But you, you find your comfort zone, you do it and you roll like that. That's to my liking. Yeah. yeah. And I know there was a lot of information there, Mark. Um, I don't know if you do have social media. You can you can find us at on my page at Scojo AZ Sports. You can find Brian at my underscore bankroll. And you can always go to our podcast page at no BS winners. Our DMs are open. You can ask us a question there. You can always send us an email Absolutely. Again. Absolutely. Hopefully we answered it. Um, but if 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 there's something else that you need to know, go ahead and shoot us a question and we'll we'll try to answer right, it. Right, right. And, and I did, I jumped all around. I know you had great information. So this is your perspective, my perspective. And it kind of just, there is a bunch of moving parts. So, yes, definitely at all times we're available. Um, okay, so today's games, have, have, did you get a chance to look at anything today? What are you looking at? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm obviously college basketball. Um, I've, got, I've got one autoplay. And what I mean by autoplay is I'm just riding the streak. Virginia did go over uh, on the weekend on Saturday, but they are at home against NC State. And it opened at 118. And anything above 115, when they're playing at home, I'm playing automatically. So that is one of my plays tomorrow. I've already got to the window on that and made made that bet. And then the other game I'm looking at is in the Big 12. It's uh, West Virginia. They're hosting Texas. Uh, the line currently is at minus nine, and the over-under is at 129. West Virginia at home, their last three games uh, – TCU, they gave up 49. Texas Tech, they gave up 54. Ohio State, they gave up 59. They're not an overwhelmingly good uh, offensive team. They, they score, you know, by committee. So I really like the under in that game also. Uh, 129 and a half is what I'm seeing uh, right now. So I'm probably going to play the under in that game. And I also like West Virginia minus nine. I think I think they're going to cover that number. And I, I like West Virginia by about 15 in that game. So that, those are the two plays that I've already, that I've already placed bets on and that I really like. Okay. And that's fantastic. I'm glad you gave out two games because I just didn't get a chance to, to run down anything last night. The playoffs were on and, and I just, uh, because it's a holiday weekend, I didn't get a chance to run it down. Um, I will release something later on on Twitter. So look through my feed at my underscore bankroll and we'll just kind of go from there. Um, and I just didn't have enough time, but I know there's 14 NBA games. I'll be looking at, uh, uh, probably picking up a couple of plays. It's a big day because it is Martin Luther King day and you know, you have 14 games going. So, um, let's go to, uh, the contest. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the contest folks, guys, girls, betters, everybody listening. We're running a contest. Scott's going to give you the contest deals details in a second. I'm going to tell you how you get into the contest. Listen to this first and then listen to what Scott tells you after this. So the contest, uh, we're going to reveal the winner of the contest on February 2nd, and that is Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to put that on social media, release the winner. So the contest will start on Monday, February 3rd. 
Um, and so we're going to do it that way. So you have between now and February 2nd to enter the contest. Now, entry is free. To get in, you only have to do two things. You have to follow us on Twitter, at NoBSWinners. And you also have to go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's No BS Winners Podcast on YouTube. The no, it, Not the, just No BS Winners Podcast is no BS Winners Podcast is, is the YouTube channel. Now, there are no videos on YouTube right now. It's just the channel. But we're trying to get 1,000 a, a subscribers very quickly. So that's why we're including it in, in the entry of this. Because once we do that, we're able to do video podcasts. We want to do a side-by-side. We want to build up to that. So you have to follow us on Twitter. You, you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And then you come back to our Twitter, at No BS Winners. And you put, followed both, I'm in. So you, you'll put a tweet in there that says, followed both, I'm in, okay? And what we'll do is uh, we'll probably put a tweet out uh, in the, immediately that says all contest, all, all, uh, all contestants, uh, you know, just put the tweet in here. And so you have to follow that. You have to, you know what? Yeah, we'll do that for now, but maybe you have to retweet it, you know, something like that. But, but for right now, just, just you go there and you say, followed both, I'm in. Scott, give them the details. Okay, so on, like you said, Super Bowl Sunday, we'll go ahead and release uh, who the winner is. And what we're going to do is what they call a nine-bet challenge. And I know that you've, really, you've talked about this on Twitter. I've, I, I've done it before, and, and it's a really fun thing. So here, here's what we're going to do. The winner, whoever we choose, you get $100. And at that point, you can just take the $100 if you want it. We'll PayPal it to you. It's yours. Or... You can take that $100, and me and Brian will handicap for you, and we will start the 9-bet challenge. So you'll take that $100, and we will make a bet on the first day for you. And, you know, we'll bet $100 to win $90.91 if it's, you know, minus 110. We, we won't go crazy. We won't do, you know, some crazy money line like minus 200 or minus 300 or anything like that. We'll stick to pretty much straight bets, um, you know, minus 110, minus 105. We're going to try to keep it right there. So the first day would be $100 if you decide to go with us. Um, we'll bet 100 if we win. We win 90-91. We're going to take the bet. We're going to take the win. And we're going to go roll that into day two. This is a nine-bet challenge. So if you decide to do it, you have to go three bets. You have to go day one, day two, day three. If we make it to day four, at that point, you will have an option. You can cash out uh, for half basically half of what it's worth so like if we get to day four uh, we'll probably be betting right around 680 dollars so you would get you can cash out and take half of that once you take the once you take the payout you're out but we will continue we will continue with it so it'll be kind of you know it's kind of like do you want to take what's behind window number one or behind window number two or behind number window number three if you think we're good at what we uh, at what you do if we get to nine bets we win nine bets in a row for you it's going to be right around thirty three thousand dollars but you can cash out on day four for about 300 to 350 you can cash out on day five you know between five and six hundred and so on and so forth we'll we'll put those details out on twitter and show you how to do it but that's that's what we're going to do we're we're going to give you like i said right up front we'll give you a hundred bucks if you just want the hundred dollars congratulations you win and we'll PayPal that over to you right away. If you want to try to win some big money, then 
we'll do the nine bet challenge for you. And to kind of kick it off and have some fun with it, Brian, I thought what we could do is today on Twitter, for people who are listening out there, what we'll do is me and you will come up with like three or four games. And me and you will go ahead and start. We'll do a nine bet challenge right now, but we'll do it with our listeners and with our our Twitter family. So we'll, yeah, so we'll put, you know, two to four plays out there in a poll and we'll say, this is day one of the nine bet challenge. These are the plays that we're thinking about. What do you think we should do? And we'll let everybody vote and we'll go with, we'll go with, we're going to vote. You're going to vote. I'm going to vote. We'll let everybody out there vote and whatever gets the most votes, we will bet that in, in the first day with the nine bet challenge. If there's a tie in the votes, if it's the same percentage, same votes, then me and you will break that tie. We'll discuss it and we'll go with, with a play, but I thought it would be fun to just kind of show people how this works. So we'll, we'll start that tomorrow and I'll post all the plays um, on, on Twitter that we decide. So you see that we're doing it. And I think, I think it'll be fun. I think uh, it's, it's a free shot at $33,000. So I don't know why anybody would, you know, see if we've got the chops for it and see if we can make them some money. You and I, we pull off the nine bets ourselves before the contest begins. I guarantee they're going to run the nine. So I'm excited for it. Let's do this. I'm going to go this one more time. So you got to follow us on Twitter at no BS winners. Got to go to YouTube. You got to subscribe to the channel. No BS winners podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pin a tweet to the top of the at no BS winners uh, profile on Twitter. And what you're going to do is once you do those two things, once you follow those and, and once you follow us on Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube channel, you put followed both. I'm in followed both. I'm in. You just put that in a tweet below that pin tweet and we'll know you're in. We'll put you in the, in the contest and we're going to do a randomizer. You're going to use a randomizer, Scott, to pick the winner. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I'll do is I'm going to put all the, all the names in a computer program. It's just basically a, a random, you know, if we have a hundred, 200, a thousand, how many of our names, we put them all in there. I push the button, it spins, you know, the, it does whatever. And then when I, when I hit the button again, it's going to stop. It's going to give me we a play name. no favorites. And then yeah, that's, we play no favorites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's going to give me a name and we will verify who that is. So, you know, it will be a legitimate follower. It's not going to be a made up name. You know, it, they will have people following them. They will be following people. It's not going to be some Twitter handle that has like right, two right, followers. Right, right. And yeah, so it's, it will be uh, now. I mean, if it's somebody that, you know, hears about this and they want to, you know, they want to jump on Twitter and, you know, like, our Twitter page. And, you know, obviously we're going to put them in there, but I want to be able to verify it with everybody. So people, you know, know that we're doing this legitimately with everybody out there that we're not, you know, setting up our own profile and doing it ourselves. We want this to be people that listen to the podcast. We want to do this for other people. Uh, We want to have fun with it. But the main thing is we want this podcast to, you know, keep going. We want to get our YouTube channel running. Uh, We want to be, you know, a source of information for everybody out there. We love what we do. We're having a good time at it and we want to keep it going. So we're asking for your help. Not only can you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, but we would really like it if you would retweet people, tell them about the contest. Hey, go to these guys page, you know, follow them here, follow them there. Let them know you did it. You know, tell as many people as you can. And we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And like I said, we're going to start it today. We're going to put out, uh, you know, probably around, you know, noon. Uh, I'm in Arizona, so it was Pacific time. So we'll probably have it out there about noon, one o'clock, and we'll let everybody start voting. And we'll go to about um, four o'clock, 
Pacific time will we'll take about four hours, four and a half hours of votes. And then uh, we'll place We're going to crank that up on Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, just yeah, make, Tuesday. Just make sure. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, sorry no, no big deal. Just wanted to clarify. Okay, so we've given all the instructions. I'm going to have a pin tweet. By the time you listen to this, the pin tweet will be up. You just put, if you have any questions, if we've confused you, if you have any questions that we haven't thought of, we don't have the answers to, just put them right on the pin tweet, and we will answer them for you. All the instructions will be there for you, and we'll be ready to go there. Uh, Scott, anything else? Yeah, I just wanted one more time. Um, our social media, uh, you can reach me on my Twitter page at Scojo AZ Sports. I'm also on Instagram at Scojo Picks. I basically just opened that up, so I'll be getting that loaded up. Uh, the the podcast page on Twitter is at no BS winners. And if you don't have social media and you're just listening to the podcast and you have a question, you want to contact us, uh, no BS winners at gmail.com. Fantastic. You can find me at my underscore bankroll on Twitter. Um, and that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Again, if you have any questions, you can reach me at my underscore bankroll. Any questions on this direct message me. Uh, it's open. We want to help. We want to do uh, what we can to, to, to help. People find more winners. And if you can't find winners and you need someone to win for you, well, then I'm there for you at that point too. And I know Scott is as well. So that's it for today. We appreciate you listening and we'll be back tomorrow.